Yara, and welcome to the Yarning Circle. My name is Azai Hippersley, a proud Pitta Pitta man. I pay my respects to the Gunnipal, New Guinea, and Nunakal First Nation people of the Kwanamuka region, who recognize a continuing connection to land, water, and sky, to the dreaming and all things living. We pay our respects to the ancestors, elders, past, present, and emerging, who strengthens and guidance us, continually nurtures us, and inspires us to be future custodians of this land. So, I'm, I'm really curious because, you know, you have had a, a, a full-on, you know, story and and a lot of a lot of speed bumps by the sounds of it you know in in your in your lifetime what what motivates you like what what gets you up during the day even though you know you've had multiple heart surgeries your you know hips and and all of these all of these physical issues um and then not to mention you know unfortunately like losing people in your past and things like that like what what motivates you? What what gets you up in the morning? Um, I guess I, I always remember back to the two two little kids that passed away um, when I was in hospital. You yeah. know, yeah, you know, uh, we, we're talking nineteen eighty nine now. So th- th- those young fellows would be adults now. Mm. You know what I mean? And mm. um, they didn't get a shot at life. Mm. And uh, you know, no matter what comes my way, I, I, I've had a good life. You know, I, I'm fifty three. So uh, I've had a great life, you yeah. know. Well, I think I've had a great life anyway. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I wake up every morning going, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be a good day." I'm breathing. Awesome, <laughs> you know, that, if I wake amazing. up breathing, yeah. it's a good day. That's and that you know, that's um, such an amazing mindset to have to just be like, like I'm alive, and that's all I need, you know. And that's that's something that again, a little blessing that people miss, yeah. and it's you know, pe- pe- people don't understand and. Like, I, I want to bring that awareness of, you know, you're up today, make something out of it. Like, you don't know when your last day is. You don't know, you have no idea. So live life to your fullest in your moments, you know. I think, you know, like even, you know, like the great Muhammad Ali, he says, you know, um, live life in moments, not, you know, not memories. And I think that's, like, that's crazy to think about, you know, like, because, you know, people have this perception of, oh, if I, if I, you know, get this car, if I get that, like, I'm going to be happy and I'm, I'm going to, you know, all of these things. And it's kind of like preemptively trying to create a memory and trying to create something that's not there. And I think it's really, really special, exactly like you said, like to wake up and be like, I'm breathing today. Let's, mm. you know, let's, you know, let's go kill it. Let's go make something out but, of it. But, you know, I've been blessed in other ways too, you know, oh. Like, like I was telling you, me, me, me dad died when I was young. Yeah. Um, and me and my wife, we met when I was 17. Yeah. Uh, she was 18. And uh, so we've been together about 36 years now. Well, congratulations. Um, <laughs> and her, her dad sort of took me under his wing. And yeah. he was a hard-ass um, truck driver, but a yeah. good guy. Just yeah. a really good guy, yeah. man. And, and um, you know, he taught me, he, he actually taught me a lot. So I was very blessed that way. You yeah, know? yeah. I had a mother-in-law that was, she was really awesome, really mm. good lady to me. You know, she just, they, they just treated me like I was their own son, you know. Yeah. Um, so again, I was blessed again, you know. Definitely, uh, yeah. So how, how can I complain, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's so awesome, man. And that's, you know, like, to, to be able to, you know, go through, 
you know, what you've gone through. And then, and then to be able to be like, you know what? I am blessed and I'm lucky, you know, to be where I am. And and I do that every single day. And I I really try to emphasize on that, especially with my students. Um, And, you know, whatever anybody's going through, it's that whole, you know what? Like, I'm really lucky. I'm I'm really, really lucky. And I've got a a lot better than a lot of other people do. Yeah, well, that's right. You know, um, like I say, I lost my dad real young with cancer. Then I lost my mum with cancer. And, yeah. you know, uh, just just uh, three days before Christmas, I lost my hero, my, my uncle Mark, wow. uh, my mum's brother. He was my hero uh, yeah. growing up. And, um, uh, you know, me and him had a little bit of a tiff and, 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 and I, I, I sort of didn't talk to him for a while there and... And I really regret that, mm. you know. Um, and then we lost him, you know, and yeah. and, and that broke actually broke my heart. You yeah. know, um, I myself I've been battling cancer. Um, wow. Uh, just had some surgery, a lot of amputation and what have you, um, through the cancer and what have you. Yeah. Uh, two days before Christmas, I had to have what's called a PET scan. Yeah. Um, so I had to wait uh, only two weeks ago. I got the results back and. So I've kind of been sweating real bad over yeah. that and uh, to see if it's spread out throughout the body. And yeah. uh, thank God uh, I got, I got awesome. a good result. Um, uh, I've now been cleared of cancer. Amazing, um, man. Congratulations, so, yeah, bro. So, Congratulations. That's awesome. Mm. That's amazing. And, you know, that is that's something that a lot of a lot of people, you know, wish wish they could overcome. Um, and I think it's really, yeah. really special and, and really awesome that, you know, you're now in a position where you can tell your story. Um, and, you know, even just for me, you know, personally, like, you know, you know, you might not see it, but you uplift me and you motivate me and you really, really, which is why I had to have this conversation. <laughs> I was like, I have to get to know him. Like, I have to get to know this guy. Um, so what is something that you would tell yourself? Like... You know, you've mentioned that, you you know, you've lost people in your, your past. You've been through stuff. You've also been very blessed um, in, in certain situations. But what is something that you would tell your younger self or, or your, you know, your your past self? Um, like I say, prior to uh, me having my first operation, it was always poor me, poor me, yeah. you know. And, and if I could go back in time, you know... Um, I would just probably tell myself, you know, stop thinking about what you don't have and, and be grateful for what you do have. Yeah. It's the greatest thing. And embrace your culture. Yeah. Do not be embarrassed. Do not be shy of your wow. culture. You know, embrace it. Mm. Learn to love it, you know. Mm. And um, uh, I just wish I'd embrace it when I was younger. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those are the things I'd do. Um, uh, I'm, you know... I'm not a drinker, not a smoker. Um, uh, on the, you know, when I was younger, I, you know, um, although I wasn't a drinker, on the odd occasion, because I wasn't a drinker, yeah, I wasn't a um, a good drinker. If I did have a drink, yeah, know, it would just yeah. affect me straight away. Yeah, and um, I believe a lot of our youth, I, I think alcohol has a big, mm. um, is, is a is a big hurdle, oh. in life. For a Most lot of definitely. people, but a lot yeah. of people don't know, realize that. They yeah. don't recognize it, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I could wave a magic wand, that's probably the first thing I'd make disappear wow. on this planet. Yep. You know. 
And that's, that's, you know, that's really interesting you say that because, you know, there's so many incidences where personally that I will look at and I'm like, wow, like if alcohol wasn't in the picture, this wouldn't be an issue. This wouldn't be a problem, whether it's dealing with a young person who is dealing with troubles at home with, you know, someone at home who's struggles with alcohol or young people, you know, I'm talking ages from under, you know, 21 and under that already struggle with substance abuse like alcohol drugs all of these things to try and fill that void that they don't understand and or not necessarily don't understand but haven't given them this time given themselves the time to go why am i why am i doing that why am i addicted to weed why am i addicted to drinking why do i have to go home and have you know, half a bottle of wine at the ages of 17, 18 to try and settle myself down. You know, there's all of these things that relate to a lot of those issues with our young people. And a lot of people don't know that. But I think it comes back to what we we touched on earlier on, you know, having someone there to give you a hug. Definitely. You know, just, you've done well, mate, yeah. you know. But unfortunately that's lacking in all cultures today. Mm. And um, I guess a lot of youth today, it's their only way out, Definitely. you know, because um, there's no one there to give them a, no. you know, a hug or, yep. mate, you've done well, yep. mate, you're good, mm. you know. Um, and, and I think if there was more of that, um, I, I believe a lot of those situations mm. would, would, would disappear. Definitely, you know? you know, and exactly like you said, like, being in that space and being like, oh, good on you, man. Like, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, bro. It's, you get those looks and it's like, like, what? Like, what did you, like, I don't understand. Like, why are you, why are you proud of me? Like, I, I completed a booklet, like, or something like that, you know? And it's mm. that, that mentorship and that healthy role model that a lot of our youth don't have. And we need to really address that. And we need to be, we need to bring that to our youth you know exactly like you said um but i also think you know too often the system set up one shoe fits all mm, and and that's not the case you know um, every every kid you know is a different book yeah every and 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 unfortunately like I, I i think today like it's like schooling you know i think teachers today are like too hard basket too mm. hard basket but they really just don't understand the kid yeah you yeah. know um from where I come from, my one of my best mates, um, Ann Sarkovy, you know, not a rich man, doesn't have a lot, but damn, he can turn kids around. Yeah, well. And, and it's not by being angry at them. You don't get angry at them. You don't do mm. anything. It just, you know, it just helps them in the right direction. Definitely. And, yeah. and you know, like, if he sees a kid on the street and, and that kid's, you know, got no home, no nothing. Mm. He'll, come here, boy. Come on, boy. Jump in. Awesome. Come home. And his lady will straight away, you hungry, boy? Yeah. Here, I'll make you a food. That's amazing. Yeah, stay here, mate. Here. You, you're safe here now. Mm. Yeah, here's a bed, you know. And and changes the kids. Wow. Yeah. And I think, and exactly like we were saying, like, that's community. And that's something that we are lacking. And that's something that we really need to you know, have more of and have, you know, I've been raised in a home where it's exactly like that, you know, always people over, you know, we'd, my mum would feed the whole street of us kids, you know, on a Friday afternoon and, and everyone knew that, 
and everyone would go over and be oh hey Arnie hey uncle like we'd all play footy in the front yard and you know every kid on the street and um you know I talk to young people now and there's there's none of that you know there's none of that um pardon me there's none of that you know community anymore where it's like oh i know i can go to uncle and aunties and be safe you know our mob especially in aboriginal culture and first nation culture you know it takes a tribe to raise one child you know like in our culture the women would feed multiple babies so multiple babies would get fed by multiple different women and that was that's normal like and that was and you know there's there's so many other things that you know would happen in our culture, especially if we're going to revert back to, you know, like Aboriginal culture, it's, there's community, there's yarning circles, there's, you all get together and have a corroboree and a big feed. And I, I know that the New Zealand culture is very similar to that. It's, um, you know, everybody's uncle and auntie and every, you know, you, you go to, you know that you're going to go to uncle or auntie's place to have a big feed with all your cousins and your friends and your family. And that doesn't happen anymore. No, that's right. See, when, like, another thing that in today's world is is both parents got to work now yep. to survive. Yep. Um, and whereas in my day, you know, a lot of, probably probably 90% of mums were stay-at-home mums. And mm. dad, you know, you, you could live on, on, on the one wage. One and, wage. And, and um, come, come Christmas time, you know, Families all went on holiday together, you yeah. know, um, yeah. Easter, whatever. They they all went on holiday together, yeah. and 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 there was discipline in the house, um, and uh, you know, whereas if you look at today's society, mm. mum and dad have to work. Have to work. They have to work, and um, which which leaves the kids a lot of times on their own, mm. and um, you know, unfortunately, there's not the community centres out there where the kids can go, mm. you know, be safe in the community centre and, and, and learn and, and learn to be respectful mm. to others mm. and, and what have you. There's none of that no more, mm. you know. And it's such a shame because, you know, the kids of today, they just, you know, I think they got it really hard, you mm. know. They, they got pretty hard today, you oh, know. Oh, most definitely, you know. You know with to, to how we had it back in the day you know. when, when we had our parents at home. Mm. And even, you know, even going down that road of, like, social media and things like that, like, the influence that social media can have on a young person at, you know, the ages of 10, 11, 12 is crazy. You know, like, you for yourself, like, you know, we can use you as a reference, like, you were sent out to a to you know work and to become a jockey at the age of 12 and you were you know put in a position where you had to work and you had to show up and you had to go out of your way to do the right thing and you had to go out of your way to be a hard worker and and motivate yourself and all these things where you know most 10 11 12 year olds exactly like you said mum and dad's at work they're left at daycare or whatever with phones and iPads and and being influenced by this crazy massive world we have you know you you, you can go on your phone and find out news that's happened across the world in two minutes yep. and there's so much data and there's so much information continuously being retained because of that and I think that that can be toxic and it can be very unhealthy um, especially to young people you know like you know, with some of the students that I mentor, it's, 
you know, oh, sir, did you hear about this? Oh, uncle, uncle Zai, did you hear about, you know, this and this? And did you see this, you know, latest trend and, and all of these things? And it's like, hang on, like, you're still trying to figure yourself out. You're still trying to work on how to emotionally regulate and you're still trying to work out how to navigate life and, and all of these things. And you're being fed with constant, constant data and information that quite honestly is toxic. And I think that's something that, you know, is very slowly getting awareness to, um, and is starting to change. Um, yeah, like it's, it's, it's pretty full on to see the generation and how, how much of a difference it is. Yeah. It's, you know, like, like you were saying, you know, back in your generation, it was different to this generation and, you know, the next generation is going to be completely different again. And, um, I think there's something really special in looking back and taking what, you know, worked and taking, you know, for me personally, like I would love to be able to bring community and culture to our young people and have Arnie and uncle come cook up, you know, for a big bunch of, you know, young people and have spots that they can drop in. And there is, there most definitely is like, I'm not saying that there's not, but more of a, of a generational level where that's taught. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In, in, it's not just something that one or two people do or a company have just developed a drop-in center because it's a nice thing to do and they want to try and do the right thing. Yeah. You know, I think it's something that needs to be globally shared um, and, and globally taught. Yeah, most most definitely, you know. Uh, uh, so youth today, you know, either, either things are too expensive to go and do, mm. so what what happens with youth when they get bored? Yeah. That's when they go out and, and get up to mischief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just probably, you know, I, 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 <coughs> sorry. No, you're right. <coughs> I hear governments, oh, what can we do to the youth problem? What can we do to... Well, how about building some community centres? Yeah. So these kids can go there Definitely. free of charge. Definitely. Have have the volleyball courts there. Have the um, basketball mm. courts there. Mm. You know, have have the computers there so they can do. You Place know, for connection. Yeah, because they they only get up to mischief when they're bored. Mm. You know, mm. um, sport. You know, like like my league club back over home. We, we don't charge kids fees. Yeah. Okay. They, wow. They, they they play for free. Yeah. Um. Uh. You know, when I come here, you know, for a kid to play just rugby league, it's three hundred and fifty dollars. Mm. Well, that's a lot of money to some definitely people. You know, Most so definitely. in the end, you know, when when the budget's tight, what gets sacrificed? The kids' sport. None definitely. Of, you know what I mean? Definitely. And, and there's this, you know, there's a saying: kids in sports stay out of courts. Mm. I like that. You know, like and, that. and um, the governments are scratching, what can we do? Mm. Well, you know, make it free for the kids to play sport. Definitely. Set up these um, community centres so these kids can go there. Put pools in there so they can go and learn to swim and, mm. and things like that. Because mm. it's so expensive. Yeah. And, you know, um, especially like just, just for an example here, you know, we as a, as a, as a um, homeowner, you know, with a mortgage, know nine rises in a row i'm just lucky my children have grown up and they all yeah. got good jobs you know yeah. but i would hate to be a young family you know oh. young mum and dad yeah. trying to survive here um well, not just here but trying to survive and then they've got to pay all these astronomical fees yeah 
And then everyone goes, oh, you're a bad parent because you're not watching your children. But I, I've got to be at work mm. just to just to put food on the table. Mm. It's, it's definitely, um, you know, circumstance by circumstance. And you're exactly right. You know, a lot of, a lot of people look at young, young individuals that are struggling or are disconnected or are not engaging. And there's an automatic assumption that it's them. And they're the issue and they're the problem. When you've got a young 13, 14, 15 year old man or young, you know, young boy, young girl, trying to figure themselves out, trying to understand the world, trying to, you know, do the right thing and or, you know, whether that's they know what the right thing is or they've been taught something that isn't the right thing. And then on top of that, you got exactly like you said, mum and dad are already struggling. Mum and dad are trying to put food on the table and trying to literally just get week by week, you know. I know a lot of people that are just doing week by week, especially now, um, considering how everything is so expensive and, and all these things. And people just go, oh, they're the, they're the run amok children. You know, they're, they're the ones that don't listen. You know, don't worry about them. We'll just push them to the side. And, you know, like me as a youth worker, I'm there going, guys, like, come on. Like, it, there's a bigger picture. Like, just sit with them. Have a conversation. You know, talk to talk to them, see what they're going through. You know, like there was a crazy incident that I had about two, three months ago where I was walking in the shops and there was this young, young boy, like 13, 14, sitting on just the side of the road crying. And I had no idea. I just was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop and talk to him. I'm just going to see what happened. Like if he's okay, if he's safe. And I seen him half a K away. And everybody's driving past, driving past. People are walking past him, just walking around him. And in my brain, I was like, how, why would no one stop? Like, why would no one, there's a young, young boy on the side of the road, obviously struggling. And it's like the world just is evolving around. And I pulled over and I said, Hey man, like, you know, are you okay? Like, you know, what's going on? And, you know, his story and he, his home life isn't okay. And he was out the front crying because, you know, there was a big blow up inside and, and, you know, very toxic home life. And I would have, you know, there would have been at least 30 people that passed him before I did. And that, that really puts it into perspective for me. And that really goes like, we, we need to do something about this. We need to create awareness like we are in these conversations. And it's really important. But, you know, Coming back to setting up community centres, you know, even if there are things set up, they put mainly uh, a lot older people in there. Mm. And while their knowledge is great, um, for a young kid, sometimes the older people, they, they just can't relate to mm. each other mm. just because of the age gap. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I guess the government needs to invest in more people like yourself, younger people. Thank you. Because um, the reality is, is a 15, 16-year-old um, kid is going to relate to you more mm. than he's going to relate to me. Mm. Um, I believe you need to have some elders in there. You know, oh, most definitely, um, yeah. But, but I also think that people like yourself, there's not enough of them, you mm. know, because... You can do a lot more for the, you know, mentally mm. uh, uh, for, for a mm. young fella than, than a lot of old people because mm. a lot of older people, in my day, we done this, why aren't course, you? Of you course. know, whereas you, you're going to sit there and go, oh, look, you know, your dad might tell you things, mm. but if your dad tells the kid that, he, he ain't probably going to listen. 
Yeah. But if you tell him that, my dad, this is what my dad told me, mm. he's probably going to sit there and, because okay. there's a there's a relation yeah, there's an yeah, automatic yep, relational yep, connection definitely yep, definitely yep. but you know um and it's all governments you know mm. right across the world mm. oh it's too hard basket you know yep. what i mean well yeah, there are some easy solutions they just don't want to go down that yep. road you know yep. and yep. it's a shame because um people like yourself can like I said, I, my best mate, you know, I've seen him just change so many lives. So good. And, um, uh, you know, it's like yourself. You stopped. You were the one that stopped, you mm. know, for this young boy. Mm. And and uh, you may not have changed what went on inside, mm. but I bet you you changed something inside that boy's head. You yeah. Know, and, um, which, great credit to yeah. yourself. Oh, no, you. thank you. Yeah, thank um, you. And, and, you know, like, like I very, very rarely tell these stories and and you know be open about it because i don't want the credit you know what i mean like i thank you for that and i really do but you know people have and you know something that i was told when i was very young is if you're gonna do something for someone don't do it for anything in return and that has stuck with me my entire life and i i look at people and they will go oh but i helped him out or you know i I did this for them or, you know, like I did that and I did this and there's this expectation to receive and that is what we need to change. That's the mindset we have to change of. If you're going to help someone, don't do it for something in return no, because you might, hundred percent, you might, as, you might as well not have done it. You know, you might as well have just not done it. Yeah. If that's, yep. if that's your intention, you know, and I think that's, I think that is so powerful and I think that is so life-changing because if if we have this mindset of you know what i'm going to you know whether you see a situation or you know someone in a situation or whatever and it's you know what i'm going to help them whether i get something in return or not i just want to help them and that that's the mindset we need for everybody and i think that's really really powerful but that's something that personally has stuck with me for a very very long time and i think it will stick with me forever yep yeah, and, and, and I 100% agree with you. It's mm. got to be done from the heart. Mm. You know, not not these, you know, social media, look what i done, look what i done. You know, it's, yeah. you know, I, I, I so admire the people that just do it. Yeah. And and yeah. and, and um, they don't go and tell the world, look what i just done. They, they just do it. And, and, and you know the ones that generally are doing mm. it from the heart. Mm. You know, um, my mate, like, he, you know, I, I see posts of, not from him, but from lots of other people. Oh, yeah. he done this for my, yeah. my child. He done this, he yeah. done that, you know. Kids don't have footy boots. He'll go and get them footy boots. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and he don't post up, I got the, you know, he, he, he just does it. Yeah. He just does it. Yeah. His lady, you know, they'll feed kids. They just do it. Mm. Not, not to be recognised. Mm. They just do it to help. And, like, I think another really, like, special thing about that is, is, you actually get more in return and people don't have that mindset or that the way of looking at it like that, you know, where it's like, I'm going to do something not for myself, not for, not to receive anything. I'm going to do it, you know, exactly like we said before, but then me personally, I've noticed it. There is so much aftermath after that, that happens six months down the track, three years down the track, whatever happens. Like, you know, I've, 
had an incident where I had a young young person that I mentored, you know, two, three years ago, and I had one conversation with this young person, and he, he came up to me in the shops, and he's like, I wouldn't be where I am today without you. Can I buy you, can I, can I get, you know, buy you lunch? And in my mind, I was like, that's three years. That's a full three-year gap, but it came back. And I think that is so special and so important to to not only be like, wow, like, yes, I did something for the right reasons, but it came back to me. And I think that's how we need to live life. You're going to get back what you give out. And that's, yeah, I think that's really special. Yeah, well, see, see my game for me, I like helping youth out. Not for gain, mm. but because I've had so many shots at life, you know, heart operations, Definitely. what have you, and, and I've been so lucky to just be here right today talking to you mm-hmm. that um, for me, giving back is is the reward, you know, mm. the help, you know, and, and oh, I just, you know, I think when you do, you know, I've, I've seen a couple of kids, I've had a couple of kids make the NRL now and, wow. and what have you, a um, few others make the old uh, under-20s competition. Not not for the Warriors, but for other clubs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, and, and watching him, and they could easily have been tuned in the gang kid. Definitely. Or, you know, misled, um, misguided. Yeah, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, for me, giving back is just a reward for being lucky enough mm. to be here. You know, and that that's so beautiful, man. And that, that's why you know I think it makes it so easy to do. Definitely. Because I'm grateful for what. Yeah. That that every chance I've been given that life, yeah. you know, and, um, yeah, so it makes it so easy to do. Yeah. You know? I, I really respect that. And, and thank you for sharing that. And thank you. Um, before we wrap it up, what is one, you know, we've, we've heard, um, you know, what you would tell your younger self and we've heard what, you know, your, your dad gave you advice for what is advice that you would give to a young person or, or anybody going through, you know, you know, something that's close to what you're being through, you know, loss, um, physical health, like all of these things, like what's something that you would personally say to someone in that situation? Um, look, life's tough anyway, Mm. you know, um, Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe you can achieve. If at first you don't achieve, keep going. Mm. Because it will happen. And, and, you know, there's that old saying, oh, you know, when one door closes, another one opens. Yes. But but with young fellas, you know, they're too busy looking at the door that closed that they miss the opportunity of the doors that are opening around them. And... um, Wow, that's powerful. uh, You know... If a door shuts on you, you know, what I would say to a young fella, if a door shuts on you, let it go. Yeah. Now have a look around you. What What's opening up around you? That's amazing. Because you know? every kid has something in them that they're very good at. Mm. They've just got to find it and then work at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Um, we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. Um, Thanks for having me. No, that's that's fine. Thank you. You know, I've really, really enjoyed being able to have you on here. Um, yeah, it's been such a pleasure. Um, I hope, hope you know, anybody out there who's listening or watching um, can, you know, learn something off you or, or take something away from this conversation. And yeah, I really, really, really thank you for that. No, you're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you to everybody for listening on into the Yarning Circle. And as always, stay deadly, young mob.